and gentlemen, welcome back. It's been a long time since I've sat here and talked with you all. And for those of you who are still listening, I apologize for the long gap. It has been quite an unprecedented year, as we all know. It's been crazy for all of us and, and really, really difficult for some. So today I decided that instead of picking up where I left off in my series through Isaiah, I just wanted to spend a few minutes just sharing some thoughts that have uh, been running through my mind and heart over the last week. Uh, it's been kind of a difficult week, and I want to tell you just a little bit about that and about the lessons that God's teaching me as a result of it. So, if you don't mind, I'd like to start with a word of prayer. Lord, God Almighty, I thank you for being here with me right now. I thank you for the things that you've been teaching me lately, for the ways that you've been revealing yourself your character, your heart, your wisdom to me. Lord, I've got a pretty small brain. I can't figure all these things out. i got an awful lot of questions and not a whole lot of answers. But I am grateful that you have been drawing near to me and drawing me near to you. I want that for the guys who are listening right now. I want that for them. I want us to be able to, to pull closer to you in a difficult time. So Father, I pray that as I share some of my thoughts that you've been prompting into my heart, that it would be your spirit. It would speak to them, kind of like you did to me last night. I love you, Lord. Amen. So, last night, I was sitting here on the couch, and my wife, uh, bless her heart, had just encouraged me, uh, asked me when was the last time I just really sought the Lord to, to speak to me and ask the Spirit to just lead me and, and lead my heart. And um, I've never been one to really listen to the Spirit. You know what I mean? I, I know there's some people who just, uh, I've got some really wonderful friends who have seem to have like a conversational dialogue with God. That's not my experience. But last night I sat down and picked up my journal and a pen and I just said, Holy Spirit, if you do want to say anything to me, I'm listening. I picked up the Bible and I read Joshua, um, and I was reminded of the passage um, where Joshua meets the commander of the hosts of Yahweh, and he is so overwhelmed by the encounter that he falls to his knees face down, and he said, what message does my Lord have for me? And the messenger, who I believe was Christ himself, said, take off your shoes. The place you are standing or kneeling is holy ground. And so that was my prayer. I said, Lord, what message does my Lord have for me right now? And then I just started praying, journaling. And I prayed through my week. It's actually been a very, very difficult week, a, a week filled with what I can only describe as spiritual attacks. Some of my journal entries this week were so bleak, they were just like one or two lines long saying, God, I, I can't take any more of this. I, I feel like my, le my knees are buckling and I just can't hold on anymore. What precipitated all that was that I've just, as many of you know, we've been going through a really difficult time in our country, communities. Personally, uh, I've been uh, sheltering in place for, what, three months now? You know, for the last two weeks, I, or a week and a half anyways, I've, I've been cooped up in the house, not even able to go outside because of the uh, smoky air from all the wildfires going on. And, and the smoke has been almost like a, a spiritual oppression upon my heart. I, maybe it's because I haven't been getting the exercise, the jogging that I normally like to do. 
but it, it seemed more than that. It seemed like that. It seemed like there was something almost demonic. I don't want to be too dramatic about this, but just just dark in in the smokiness of the air. It just seemed like a such a vivid picture of what's going on spiritually in my community across across the country, across the world. People are just suffocating, and I see it all around me. And I imagine many of you guys have felt that, maybe in different ways. That I have a good friend who just he said he he had this picture of himself like a like a, a frog on a flat highway, just smashed flat and dried out. That's how his spirit felt. And uh, one of his uh, a counselor invited him to start worshiping. He asked him, "When's the last time you've worshipped?" And, and uh, the reintroduction of worship into his life really brought new life to him. But I, I, when I heard that story, I, I looked at my church and the churches across the region, and I just see so many people are withering and wilting because of just the, they're starving for, for worship, they're starving for, for fellowship, they're, they're starving for just friendships with flesh and blood people. Um, we've just all been staring at screens for months, and, and it's just taking a toll on all of us, spiritually, emotionally, mentally. I know I felt that, and it just kind of came to a head this week. Um, where I just had some really highs and some real lows. I had a conversation with um, a, a dear loved one who's not walking with the Lord, and, and I um, was so excited to, to have a conversation with her. I prayed up, and but the conversation just seemed so fruitless, and I, walk, I went away deflated. In fact, that, that defeat just hung with me for days this week and really knocked the wind out of me spiritually. And uh, um, at work, I had some some really great milestones that uh, a couple projects that I'm leading. We, we we hit some milestones that were months in the making, and it was like in one afternoon we we accomplished some two great milestones that were just really encouraging. But then just a few days later, some setbacks um, came in that, that that jeopardized the whole system, and 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 now we're still not sure where that's going to turn out. So ups and downs. I have a Bible study I lead in my I, I'm in my office, and and uh, this week I, I met a new guy, a, kind of a stranger, just on, kind of on a whim, invited him to come to the Bible study. And he came and he and he was really encouraging afterwards he just he, he paid me just some a really nice compliment and uh, within five minutes of the email that he sent me I got an email from somebody else who was kind of complaining about the group and and, and kind of reminding me of what I had done wrong in the in the meeting and it was in love and I, I took it as such but it still hurt and so I was like it's, it was just funny to me that this great encouragement and this great discouragement just happened like within five minutes of each other and I, and I was like Lord what are you trying to say to me and uh, you know the same with a, with the project that a, a great almost miraculous victory in in the project and followed by this this huge setback and I'm like Lord what are you trying to tell me and I, I have another Bible study group meets on Friday mornings and this week or a week ago I just had a really wonderful special time with the guys it was just like one of the highlights one of the best times we've had together a really worshipful time and then yesterday after um, the, the the meeting then one of the guys called me and said maybe it's time that you step down from leadership and let one of the other guys be a leader. And again, I know it was meant in love and it wasn't meant to be um, criticism, but yet it hit me. It, 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 I, I, I'm not even sure that he's wrong. I think he's probably right. Maybe it is time to step down from that particular one. But in in all of this, I just have these highs and these lows. And when I feel like I'm doing well and I get attacked and thrashed and and I just, this week has just been dramatic for me and it's just been painful. And so I just wanted to uh, sit there last night and write all this down and just say, Lord, what are you trying, what are you trying to say to me? And as I was sitting there, a prayer came back to me. It was a prayer that I was praying Tuesday morning, um, earlier this week. And I, I just sat in a dark room um, Tuesday, early Tuesday morning and I said, Lord, I need you. 
I mean, I, I, I really, really need you. I feel like there's a lot of guys, it doesn't seem like they need you that much. It doesn't, they seem to be doing fine with just a shallow relationship with you, you know, with just minimal Bible reading and kind of half-hearted prayers and, and just an occasional glance heavenward. And they, their lives seem to be just fine. They don't seem to, but I'm not, I'm not like that. I mean, I need you. I'm starving for you. I'm hungry to have a relationship with you. I need you to, in, to invade my life and, and take over and change me. I, I, I can't walk with you. I can't stay close to you. I can't stay in, in step with the Spirit. I just, I'm vividly aware of my desperate need for you. And God brought that prayer back to me last night. And I said, Lord, that, that prayer is still the prayer of my heart. I can't, I can't get along without you. Maybe some other guys can Maybe they just kind of coast through life and things going fine. They're successful and good families and, you know, whatever. But, but my life is collapsing and I, I can't go on unless you are next to me and near me. And as I was praying that prayer last night, another memory came to mind. Um, this one's kind of silly. But I was jogging yesterday at our um, fitness club. It's kind of just running around the basketball court and the tennis courts and uh, had to do it inside because of the smoke and um, so I was running around and I turned on my little fitness watch thing and then I accidentally turned on, it was a feature I didn't even know existed, but it's a little feature of that would, every, every 60 seconds or so my watch would, would quote some encouraging words to me like, keep going, you're doing great, or, your heart rate's really good, doing well, and, or, sweat is good, and, you're losing weight, and you're doing great, don't stop, this is impressive. You know, this, at first it was really annoying, you know, every 60 seconds I get interrupted with this. And then it started just getting really amusing, and I just started cracking up at it. But then it, eventually, it actually became kind of inspirational. It's like, okay, okay, I'm doing all right, you know. <laughs> Sweat is good. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I realized something. I had been praying during this jog, just getting interrupted every 60 seconds, but then praying again. And all of a sudden, I said, that's what I need from you, God. I need to hear from you. Not like once a week or even once a day, I need to hear from you every minute. I need your words in my heart. I need to hear your voice every day, every hour, every minute. I need you. I cannot survive this life unless you are constantly, constantly, constantly reinforcing the truth of your love and your acceptance and your forgiveness and your favor and your pleasure with me. I need to know that all the time because I will fail. I might do well in a Bible study and really encourage one person and really frustrate another person. I might do really well and work one day and collapse the next day. All of these things are reminders to me that I cannot survive. I cannot succeed. I cannot accomplish anything of use in my family, in my office, in my ministry, in this podcast. Nothing. I mean, there's nothing I can do of value unless... Holy God, you are with me every moment. I used to think that the spiritual life was like other skills that you could attain. But there's something dramatically different about spiritual life than any other discipline. In most disciplines or skills that you work at, the more you work at it, the easier it gets. The more you work at a particular skill or talent, the better you get at it, the easier it becomes. That's just kind of natural, and you expect that in most areas of your life. But last night, as I was sitting here thinking through all these things, and the Holy Spirit was pointing out to me again my need for Him, I realized that that's not the way it is with a spiritual life. 
The spiritual life doesn't get easier. It gets harder. If you are the son of the king, if you are a child of God, then your life and the spiritual life and the spiritual battles that you encounter are not going to get easier as you grow and mature. They are going to get harder. And when when I realized that last night, it was like that is the breakthrough realization that I've been groping for for years because I keep expecting it to get easier. And when it doesn't, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. And I feel like God did speak to me last night. And I feel like he said, the reason things are hard is because that is the only way that I, Kevin, will learn and realize that I need God every day, every hour, every minute. I cannot succeed in anything unless he invades my life and he turns things around. But every time he does something special in my life or or even miraculous or fruitful, he's going to bring something else difficult because if I'm thinking that life should be easy, if I'm going to coast through life, then I'm not going to be dependent on him. I want, I was saying last night, Lord, just give me a break. Let me, I want, I want the Christian life to become easier. I want to, I want to just coast a little bit. I want, I, want, I expected it to be as, as enjoyable and as, as effortless as, 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 I don't know, parachuting, right? But think about it. The thing about parachuting is you're not gaining any ground. In fact, you're falling and fairly rapidly at that. No, the spiritual life is a battle. And the battle is not going to get easier if you want to walk with God. The battle is going to get harder. And that is the only way that will continually bring us back to our knees, continually bring us back to a realization that we need, we are dependent upon a loving God. And yes, He will bring loving, gracious, miraculous, sunshiny days into our life. But He will also allow the painful difficulty of failure in our life as well. And they are both from His loving hand. So last night, I felt like God did talk to me. I felt like He did remind me and had been speaking to me all week about how much I need Him. I didn't hear His voice, but then again, I guess kind of I did. So guys, if you are struggling right now, if you are going through it, I want to tell you, when Paul spoke with chains around his wrist from a damp dungeon, writing to the Philippians and saying, Rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord. Again, I will tell you, I'll tell you over and over again, it's good for you that I say this again. Rejoice. He was reaching out and grabbing hold of not an easier life, but a king who loved him. So guys, if you're struggling with it right now, I just want to pray for you. As I prayed for myself last night. King, thank you for my brothers. Give them the strength to go through this battle. I spoke to a friend just yesterday who said he is so tired of life and of not being able to measure up to who he knows he ought to be and of just the battle and of just how difficult it is. He's just tired. He's worn out. He wants it to be done. And that's how I felt too. I'm just tired. But Lord, I thank you for reminding me of the blessed gift of the presence of the Holy Spirit of God in my life and in my brother's lives. And I pray, oh God, that you would help us to see how much we need you. But Lord, as we see that, that we would bring it to you. God, I pray for my friends who are listening right now 
that you would speak to them every day, every hour, every minute, that the words of Scripture would resonate in their ears, that the words of truth would just whisper to them over and over and over that you, you are here. You've got this. You love us. You are not finished. You are at work. You are building us. You will not stop. What you began in us, you will carry on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. I pray that for my brother. This is praying for myself. We need you, God. There might be some other guys who don't, who can get along just fine without you, but not us. We're here because we desperately, eagerly, earnestly need you today. Thank you for being here. We love you, Jesus. Amen.